come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. All aboard. We have ignition. Welcome, foolish mortals. Oh, look at all the people. He better start the show rolling. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 328 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we have a show for you today. Woohoo! If you weren't expecting that. Surprise, I know. Yeah, it's a shocker. But uh, before we get into all that, we do want to let you know this episode is presented by all enchanting ears, Mr. Bill Schirkenbach. Yvonne Paradise and Beck and Ruby Lords, thank you for being members of our buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S Dealy Do. We appreciate that. We Thank also you. appreciate our beautiful, talented sponsor, Get Away Today. Absolutely. <laughs> if you need to get away, of course, be sure to contact them today. They are going to do their very best to get you the most magical trip possible booked and ready to go. They're going to be there for you every step of the way from the time that you book your trip until the time that you return, whether that's to Disneyland, Disney world, Alani resort in Hawaii, Disney cruise line, Disney um, uh, adventures by Disney uh, or any other. <laughs> There's so many Disney things. Disney can... something or other. Yeah, something, some Disney thing or any other less magical non-Disney destination. Um, they're going to be able to help you guys out, make sure you get a great deal, have a great time, and uh, be able to spend a little time in the happiest place on earth, or if you're going to Disney World, the most magical place on earth. Um, there are different taglines for those parks. Didn't know if you guys know that. One's it's the true. happiest place, and one's the most magical place. In fact, I was watching uh, the, what is it called? The Halloween Mickey uh, special. Oh, uh, I forget what they call it. Wonderful. It's the wonderful like <laughs> Halloween of Mickey Mouse. That doesn't sound right. No. What is that called? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Halloween special. Anyway. Goofy. Well, Mickey fails telling the scary story and Goofy's like. Mick, you're you're from the happiest place on earth, which is why you're a softie or something like that. It just made me laugh. But anyway, side side note and tangent that I probably shouldn't have taken us on. So that's all right. I just yeah, we're in the Halloween mood at my house and starting to watch the Halloween stuff. So what is that put, called? Put that one. I... Put that one up. On the uh, TV today, that's one I always love. Oh, it's a good one. I absolutely love that one. Um, <laughs> oh boy, I'm alive and I'm, I'm loving, loving it. it. Oh goodness! <laughs> yeah, I've seen every other Mickey short on here except for the one that I'm actually looking <laughs> for. Where's the Halloween collection? That'll be in there. Yeah, I don't know. Why am I going on this search for this? <laughs> we probably really don't even need to worry about it. Um, oh, it's just a Mickey Mouse Halloween spooktacular. Oh. 
Well, there you go. I thought it was part of the uh, Wonderful World series, but it does not. also say the spookiest story ever: a Mickey Mouse Halloween spooktacular. So that's the full name, I guess. I think that was the one that they did right before they started, like all the Wonderful, Wonderful World of, uh, and went through and did all that because I think <laughs> they started with Wonderful Winter. Yeah. And then went through until they hit fall again. Yeah. Spring was probably my favorite of Spring was so all good. of them. <laughs> until the uh, Steamboat Silly came Steamboat out. Steamboat Silly is Steamboat great. Steamboat Silly is the best. If you guys haven't seen that, go watch that. But anyway, back to Getaway <laughs> Today. Um, <laughs> if you want to make sure to get a trip booked and be able to save a little bit of extra cash, uh, be sure to let them know about our promo code. That is main street pod 10 that's all lowercase the number one zero and that is going to get you ten dollars off any two night or longer disney travel package so you can give them a call at eight five five oh wow i'm going so <laughs> out of order you can visit them in their office in south weeper utah or south ogden utah goodness <laughs> i am a mess today so, fan x ruined me like i am so exhausted after all of that um you can visit them in their office in South Ogden, Utah, online at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GETAWAY. That is 438-2929. And of course, that $10 can get you many, many magical things over at the Disneyland Resort or I guess whatever resort that you uh, you choose. But of course, you're probably choosing Disneyland if you're listening to this podcast. You I would imagine. Be. Uh but yeah, with that ten dollars, what I would do personally, wasn't this at the I think it was over in D at uh, the the uh Grand Californian. I could be wrong. Maybe it was over in California Adventure. But go get yourself uh one of those Mickey gingerbread skeleton things. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Where was those that at? Was that in uh is that at the hotel or was that in California Adventure? You can usually find those Mickey gingerbreads just about anywhere where there's a bakery. I swear they were like special just for that one area, but whatever. I can't remember. Go Get back the Halloween and listen to our episode. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Uh, well, let's head over to this week at the Disneyland Resort. The hours are as follows, September 28th, October 1st, and 3rd. Disneyland is open 8 to 12, DCA 8 to 6, and Downtown Disney 7 to 1. September 29th, 30th, October 2nd, and 4th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, DCA 8 to 10, and Downtown Disney 7 to 1. Of course, the events going on are Oogie Boogie Bash happening September 28th, October 1st, and 3rd. Plaza de la Familia over in California Adventure, as well as Dia de los Muertos over at Disneyland. Closures, Disneyland, Mark Twain Riverboat is still closed. Space Mountain is set to reopen October 27th. And uh, apparently Centennial Park is closed uh, September 22nd. Oh yeah, so it's already closed and reopens on October 23rd. So... Not sure what they're doing. Just upkeep, I assume, or getting rid of 
tripping hazards or whatever there was from the original park construction. But uh, over in California Adventure, we're just missing that sweet, sweet golden zephyr that uh, that is set to reopen September 29th, which is just this Friday. So congrats to all you golden zephyr fans for waiting it out so long. And uh, you should be able to get over there on Friday and spin around on the zephyr. The golden zephyr. They're not golden, though. No, they're not. They're silver. <laughs> the silver I zephyrs. I don't understand it. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. We'll let Disney have it. All right. Well, that is it for this week at the Disneyland Resort. So let's head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner, presented by All Enchanting Ears, where the trivia is at a 90-degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is once again trivia time. Yeehaw! Yeehaw, indeed. And of course, as Sean mentioned, this is brought to you by All Enchanting Ears. If you guys need some new mouse ears for your next vacation, or you just like a good new set of mouse ears, or um, some other um offering that they might have like night lights or uh straw toppers and they actually have wall mounts for your ears so you can put them up on the wall really nice They're pretty cool um they've got all those things available on their website uh to be able to go take a look at so go visit them over at allenchantingears.com uh see if you can find something that tickles your fancy and that you want to spend some some extra cash on because they do great work we of course want to thank them for uh, everything that they did for our panel for fanex and all the donations that they made for that for some fantastic prizes we made some folks quite happy mm-hmm. so i'm sure we'll talk about that here in a little while but want to take the time right now while we're talking about all enchanting ears to thank them very much for their generosity Uh, But let's go ahead and get right into this week's question, uh, or last week's question. we got to do that first. Can't start with this (laughs) week's. So last week, we had asked about uh, the entrance of Disney California Adventure. What uh, famous Los Angeles landmark is that entrance based on? Um, I had said in the question the turnstiles, but it really is like the whole entryway is based on this and it's the pan pacific auditorium um this landmark has since closed and if i remember reading correctly has actually burned down so it's like not in existence anymore but this is in reference to that famous auditorium that stood for for quite some time um so if you guys ever get a chance to look that up uh you'll be able to see how that kind of inspired the entrance for disney california adventure um of course congratulations to those of you that got that question um for those of you that didn't you've got another chance right now and our question this week is how long is a full trip around the park aboard the disneyland railroad Hmm. if you know the answer to this question or think you know the answer um make sure to send that to me that's brian b-r-y-a-n dot w-o-t-m-s at gmail.com and 
just before Sean gets into it, just to clarify, <laughs> I am not talking about time. I'm talking about distance. Oh, yeah, I don't good, care about the time of it. I want to know the distance that it takes to get all the way around from Main Street back to Main Street. I don't think I knew this one. So it's, well, uh, I'm it's going to admit right now that I didn't until I found the question <laughs> before the show. So, Well, awesome. Well, yeah, if you have that, definitely send that email to Brian. You can also email me anytime you'd like. My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. You can also join us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Go ahead. And uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so by... Oh my gosh, this is not going well for me. Uh, but uh, neither of us, we're both struggling. <laughs> it's truly a Monday. If you want to support the show, you can do so many different ways. The best way, the free way, is of course just by listening every week, every Wednesday. And of course, if you haven't, subscribing and leaving us a nice five star review on the following platforms. That, of course, is Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, and Reason. And, of course, definitely share the podcast with those that might also enjoy it. If you want to support us with your hard earned cash, you can go to our T Public store, which is linked in the show notes as well as on social media, or you can just go to buymeacoffee.com slash w-o-t-m-s and donate that hard-earned cash straight up uh, i think that link is also on our social media sites as well um and that is it on how you can uh reach us and give us money <laughs> and support us without giving us money so uh, let's just move into uh, the topics of the day. Not a lot going on, to be honest, um, but uh, we definitely want to give a recap of this weekend um, at FanX. But first, um, one thing that we would like to let our listeners know, those that are in the military, uh, there is a special perk for you folks. Which as is fantastic, there as there should be, yes. Um, I'm glad Disney still honors our folks in uniform. Um, but just so you guys are aware, there is spice spicially. My gosh. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> glad it's not just me. <laughs> Specially priced Disney theme park tickets. Um through December 15th of this year. Um, you can go to Disneyland.disney. Oh, I guess it would just be Disneyland.com. Um, and uh yeah, if you just go to you could probably just scroll to the bottom, I would imagine, and there's there should be a link for um for special discounts and things like that. But um, just some highlights on the discounts here. Um, a three-day park hopper ticket is $245 for military. Um, $320 with the Genie Plus service for those three days. Four-day park hopper will be $280 um, or $380 with the Disney Genie Plus service for those four days. So not bad. Uh, pretty good deal, I would say. Um, 
for a, a park hopper and yeah. with genie plus so not bad um so yeah that is you can purchase now through december 11th i don't know why that date is different than in the article but uh now through december 11th um oh for usage through december 15th 2023 okay very weird (laughs) um but anyway uh so there you go and then they have discounts on hotel as well if you are looking to stay at a disneyland resort hotel Um, obviously there's discounts for disney world and other things so if you are military go check those out take advantage of those discounts um just a small small benefit (laughs) uh for your service um which of course no benefit can repay that service that you have given but anyway um the next thing i wanted to go over was apparently they've approved a 60 billion dollar budget at disney that's going straight to parks and experiences jeez that's huge (laughs) that is a big budget if tomorrowland Um, isn't part of that i'm boycotting (laughs) who knows yeah like uh yeah, yeah, it could be part of the Disneyland Forward stuff we've talked about. Uh, in fact, could be a really good indication that that's actually going to happen with that much money being set aside. Obviously, I it's not all so. going to Disneyland. Yeah, not only going to Disneyland and Disney World, but you've got Disneyland Paris, you've got um, Shanghai and Hong Kong, you've got that's cruises, a lot of you've money. got. You've got the possibility of a park somewhere else or an experience somewhere else. Uh, it's not necessarily just for the parks. So uh, I was, I can't remember where I was reading this, but uh, somebody was saying, I think it was Mice Chat was saying that the 60%, uh, the 60 billion is basically enough for 12 parks like to build 12 parks yeah it's a lot of wild (laughs) so that that kind of puts it to perspective of how much money this actually is yeah um and i think disneyland forward based on what what we're looking at is anywhere from like 10 to 12 billion so that still leaves like a lot (laughs) um for other things so it'll be interesting um i think it was also mice chat that had speculated that that's probably for like the avatar thing they want to put in california wherever that's gonna go so who knows there's a a couple areas of course that uh could use some help tomorrowland like brian has mentioned i think twice already (laughs) um that area in California adventure that has like nothing in it (laughs) could use some work. (laughs) It's like just concrete (laughs) in front of um, monsters Inc. 
course, I don't want Monsters Inc. to go anywhere. No, no, don't mess with that. So that or just build a really, really cool, bigger Monsters Inc. attraction somewhere. Okay, I could deal with that. But uh anyway, just interesting to think about. Um I think they learned their lesson <laughs> a little bit about how to treat people at the parks, how to treat the parks. Um, so hopefully this is a stronger commitment to making the parks better and making them worth more of more of your time and your money. You know what I'm saying? So well, I know what you're saying. Exactly. I can't remember who I was talking to, but uh, we were talking about how like everything at Disneyland is just like, you feel so nickel and dimed while you're there nowadays where it didn't feel like that 10 years ago. So, um, or even less ago, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, like pre JPEG. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Besides Tomorrowland. Brian, what would you like I have to, to see pick done? Something else? Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> I still like that expansion that was being talked about done with like a villains area. That'd be awesome. We need a villains part portion of the parks somewhere. I agree. Mostly in California, please. Yes. Or I would be up for a mid mid country park. They wanted to build one in like in Texas, Utah. maybe Utah. <laughs> we're, t- we're pretty no. snowy. Yeah, we will. Uh, St. George in the desert, right. in the middle of Even nowhere. St. George won't <laughs> get that. The, Just uh, think you could have a big thunder attraction in the right? actual red rock. Right. Open it up in Bryce Canyon. There you go. <laughs> this is the big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> but uh, I think it'd be cool to have like a mid-country, southern mid-country park, you know? Yeah. Or it can be open year-round without getting snowed out. But you have to think, like Paris is open and it's... It's it open year round there. and there's snow there and Japan gets snow. True. Uh, you know. It could happen. Utah it, it is. Happen, but <laughs> it could. Build a big bubble over it all. There you go. Then it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just create your own climate. Well, You've it's like 60 uh, billion. You can do that. Warner Brothers World or whatever in Abu Dhabi is all indoors. That's pretty crazy. You could do something like that. So anyway, whatever. Um, could be interesting. But uh, yeah, let's just talk about Fan X. Um, Whew, what an event. Yeah, I was so tired after. Yeah. Which is why it was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, I left a little early. But, uh, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, we obviously do press at FanX. We get press passes, and uh, we were 
honored to be able to do the press event the, the top secret press event i guess i don't know i don't it know felt like anybody could have wandered down there i know <laughs> i know uh but i guess we know for next time if they don't invite us to the super secret yeah, we, press event, we know where to go we'll just go down there and <laughs> got our press passes what are they gonna do uh it was interesting. I don't know if I'm going to put our interview up. I don't know if I should. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't get to do a lot of the talking. It was it was an interesting experience. It was a great experience. I just wish there were more people to talk to, for one. Yeah. Uh, for two, the strikes going on right now. The SAG-AFTRA strike or whatever it's called you can't talk about i didn't know anything. you could i couldn't i didn't know you couldn't talk about anything yeah related to a project i assumed it was upcoming projects because you know the projects that have already happened we all know about yeah <laughs> so it's like but then after hearing john reese davies at their panel right it was like part of what they're worried about is like their selves being used in a digital way mm. without them being compensated <laughs> for that stuff. They so. uh, give away their likeness. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, if you guys, if anybody listening watches black mirror, it's basically the Joan is awful episode, but in real life. So uh, yeah. Um, I I get portions of the strike. I I do. Yeah. I just wasn't aware that it wasn't you couldn't talk about past stuff. Yeah. So uh the only person that was really there that we had any Disney ties with was John Rice Davies. And or Reese Davies. I don't know how to say it. It's Reese. Are you sure it's Reese? I'm pretty sure. Then there's that Rice Darby guy from Australia or New Zealand. I don't know. I that could goofy... very well be wrong. I don't know. John Reese, Rice Davies. We all know him. We all love him. He's Gimli in Lord of the Rings. He's uh, Sala in Indiana Jones, which, of course, is that Disney tie that we were looking for. Um, but yeah, we were in line for him. And... We were next to interview. I don't know if you noticed this, Brian, but I oh, sure I did. noticed a guy from KSL here in Utah. It's a big news organization here in Utah. Just basically cuts in front of us. And I try and like eek forward so I can be like, we're in line. You yeah. weirdo. And he just once those people leave, he like sticks his mic in there and then invites us to come over. And so I'm just like, okay, we're in on this or what? And like, come on. So anyway, that that wasn't ideal for one. For two, KSL guy decided to uh, start asking all the questions. <laughs> and I finally got a question in. And I got, got shut stopped down immediately <laughs> by John because it was about how it felt. Or how it was being reunited with Harrison Ford and the rest if, of the cast. I think if you would have been allowed to get your whole question out, 
Right. I don't think he would have struck it down, but I think he heard something about like Indiana Jones reuniting and thought you were going to talk ask about or, ask film. about the film. Yeah. But I think if he would have let you finish, we would have been able to like ask that question because that's something I feel like he could have talked about. I heard many people talk about stuff right. like that. Yeah, I don't think him saying it was great seeing Harrison again and yeah, you know we did. We didn't even have to mention Indiana Jones. I think I said Indiana Jones at the start, or at least after I said Harrison Ford. But anywho, he shut it down, of course, because of the strike. And uh, yeah, never got another question in. Uh, he's a very long-winded individual. Yes. Um, and some and... tangents are in there, just like gigantic tangents about his ex-girlfriend and whatnot i might post it for those folks on um what's it called again buymeacoffee.com slash w-o-t-m-s is like uh just like a bonus thing for being a subscriber to that um i don't think i'll put it on this episode just because it's not relevant to really anything so true anyway uh yeah my next question was going to be about the attraction but we never got to that point so fun times with john rice or reese davies we also got a photo with him which uh we posted on the old social i think i posted it i hope i did i know i did on my personal facebook page but pretty sure i did I did. So maybe you guys saw that photo. He has a crazy look in his eyes. Um, I think I do too, <laughs> but uh, it was good. He's, he's a very nice individual. In fact, very. he told us about how he wasn't a nice individual before and he's learned to, uh, to love the fans and whatnot. So he shows it very well. I got another John Rice Davies, tickle brian got one for the first time oh that was unexpected but uh (laughs) but yeah hopefully i get a chance to get another one i guess anyway really cool guy ask him about some stuff that he's worked on right so anyway uh that was that was a interesting experience i'm grateful for the experience so i appreciate our little contact that we have but um but yeah uh then we we went and saw uh jim meskimen who does a funny funny guy very sick robin williams impression as well as i mean obviously the genie as well uh he talked about that a little bit too yeah how uh Robin Williams was very particular about who voiced the genie and then ended up getting the blessing from Robin Williams, I guess, to do it. Yeah. Is that what he said? That's what it sounded like. Originally, it was at least for Return of Jafar, it was Dan Cast and Aletta, but he's so yeah. Homerish with the whole thing. So that Homerish. I really wish that Jim would have been able to do that. Yeah. I don't know how long he's been doing the Robin Williams right. impersonation. So maybe it wasn't even back then, but, but yeah, he's, uh, he's quite the impressionist. He can do 
some amazing things, not just with his voice, but even his face. Like yeah. he was doing De Niro for a little while and he, <laughs> he looks like De became <laughs> Robert De Niro. It was a little creepy actually. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the really good voice actors do that. Cause I see it in Frank Caliendo. I see Jim do that with his face. Yeah. Um, Maurice LaMarche does True. good stuff with his face as well when he does voices, but but yeah, uh, we we saw Yvonne, our listener Yvonne, who is a, a member of our buymeacoffee.com slash WOTMS thing. So it was cool to see her. She gave us a little, uh, little surprise, which uh, thanks again, Yvonne. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, uh, it was good to see her randomly in that panel. Um, but yeah. Other than that, uh, no, we saw who all did we see on the first day? I um, guess we saw the panel with uh, John and with Allison Duty. Yeah, that was pretty Which, fun. Apparently, that was her first convention experience. Ever, yeah, so apparently, Fanex is just the place to have for people to have their first Fanex experiences. Joe, I guess no, Jody Benson wasn't. Wait, no. Was Jody Benson a first timer at Salt Lake? A first timer at Salt Lake, or like a first timer at a con at Salt at Lake? At a con at Salt Lake. I can't imagine she was. I thought for some reason somebody else was. I can't but... imagine she hasn't been at a D23 before. There was somebody that was a big Disney one that had never done. Maybe it was her. Um, I don't before. know. I can't remember for sure. I remember uh, Zochil. Oh, Zochil Gomez. Yeah. Yeah. She was a first timer at Salt Lake. But uh, yeah, that was a good panel. Obviously, didn't talk too much about Indiana Jones, but it yeah. was still. Uh, well, that was the interesting one. thing with all of the panels, like because of the writer's strike they were not able to um, talk about, as we found out, any part of their body of work. Um, there were mm-hmm. some people that we were able to find out or that, that found ways to kind of talk about things a little yep. bit. <laughs> yeah, there, were. Um, there were some people that just straight up said, I, I don't care uh-huh. <laughs> and answered a question. Um, I think uh, Wayne Knight actually did that once where he was just yeah. like, forget it. Yeah, um, I think a lot but, of them made mistakes saying things that they probably didn't mean to say. But I did gather sitting through the um, Star Wars Clone Wars with Matt Lanter, um, mm. Ashley Eckstein, and um, the other guy. Yeah, oh my gosh, <laughs> why can't I think of his name? I don't remember. Anyway, whoever Obi Wan Kenobi is, oh, James Arnold Taylor. Yes, yes, yes. That's who it is. Um, they got through like three quarters of their panel, and then we're like, <laughs> "So, just so you guys know, we can't talk about Clone Wars because they were so it's... confused." I felt like, yeah, on why we were asking them about food. Yeah, but than... I, I wish they would have like said right off the bat, "Hey." 
this yeah. being a different medium compared to what's actually being on strike over, we can talk about those things. So it yeah. seemed like depending on what panel you were in, some things they could talk about and some things they couldn't. But yeah. I feel like overall, it was an interesting situation still. Uh-huh. Um, just you got to know some of these celebrities, some of which have been here before um, in kind of a different light. Yeah. So yeah, it was that was very kind interesting. Of, kind of interesting. Definitely interesting for sure. And then I got to see the uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog guy. He's very funny, but uh, yeah, we got to hear all about Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah, in there. Yeah. I know it's not Disney, but uh, it was a lot of fun. And me and Brian got to uh, see Daryl from Run DMC, which oh, was really cool. That was probably still my favorite panel of the whole con. Yeah, again, not Disney, but uh, very inspirational. Yeah, if you I... guys ever get a chance to meet him and like talk with him mm-hmm. and kind of hear his whole story and his like inspiration why he does what he does with his comics and everything to Uh take the chance because it was worth it yeah i wasn't expecting that panel to go the way it did the first question was like what do you think about modern hip-hop versus old school hip-hop and then he like went off on this like crazy thing (laughs) that was so old school really isn't a thing (laughs) It was a very deep answer, and I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. And then it was uh, probably one of the most inspirational, uplifting panels I've ever been in. Yeah. Um, and I just felt like I can I can do it. <laughs> right. So I I wanted to go back to his booth and so buy his I, comics. And I never, and I never got, got over there. there. I actually promised my middle child that I would get him over there to meet him uh-huh. because my middle child likes recently like creating his own comics and everything. So I thought, okay, I got to get over there and uh-huh. introduce him to DMC. And I never ended up getting over there. I felt really bad about that, but yeah, just so much to do and so little time to do it. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back. Uh, that was, that was awesome um but yeah uh, i think that was basically like our first day and uh it was it was a lot of fun for sure i would also say on that first day i was kind of disappointed in the size of crowds that were there for jim meskimen and for dmc yeah like i don't think they they had (laughs) very i think they should have had way more people in those panels but maybe people legitimately just weren't as interested as we were i don't know i found it bizarre that somebody like daryl mcdaniels from run dmc could be here in a panel and you wouldn't you wouldn't go see him i don't know i I don't know i don't i don't find that he i don't i don't see myself as a big connoisseur of hip-hop but i do like run dmc yeah and so if i like run dmc i'm like I assume most people like run DMC, but yeah. Anyway, it was a good panel. Good day. Uh, went really well. Um, that one's always easier because it's a lot shorter day. Yeah. And it there's only, not as many starts, people. I mean, it started for us a little earlier because we had to get down there and get your press mm-hmm. credential and 
our panelist credential and and be there ready for the the press conference interview session mm. but i mean for the general public that's like a, a one o'clock start so yeah it's a lot easier day to handle yeah that was uh pretty lax day friday more was... crowded this year though than usually yeah thursday was a little more crowded but friday was basically saturday like really, I tell, it really like, was i couldn't tell much of a difference between those two days but we saw Bob Eubanks uh, from the cool. newlywed game. It was very funny. Uh, he, at 90, whatever he is, being able to be that quick-witted right, was very impressive. He's still sharp. <laughs> he still got it. So uh, that was fun. But And I yeah. got to hear Bob Eubanks use the word whoopee in person. <laughs> yeah, right. As well as what whoopee actually means. Right. I was like, can he say that? Uh, <laughs> Too late. Uh, <laughs> he said it. <laughs> very funny. Very fun. But yeah, we saw Wayne Knight, who's from Toy Story 2. Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember exactly what he was saying, but he was talking about doing the voice for for uh, Big Al. Mm-hmm. And how he didn't know that... like. He, he wasn't expecting that him to look like him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I think thought he said something along the lines how the character wasn't supposed to look like him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was just pretty funny, but he's, he's hilarious. He was oddly like inspirational too. <laughs> right. I felt uh, positive coming out of that panel, but um, yeah, apparently he was like a private eye and everything. That was crazy. Was really weird hear about. <laughs> spent some so, time as a private eye yeah and apparently wants to do like a show about being a private eye yeah yeah so he was cool uh i'd love to have him back because i'd actually like to go meet him one-on-one yeah. uh at some point but uh Got a lot of questions about his favorite dinosaur and made very yeah. clear <laughs> it was not the little ones <laughs> that spit goop in your face yeah yeah uh it was a good time for sure. I I don't remember what you did, but I stayed I went there and ate lunch. Did you? Because I stayed there because Harvey Guillen was coming in after that, and he's Guillermo from What We Do in the Shadows, uh, which you can watch on Hulu or FX. <laughs> uh, kids, ask your parents before watching that. It's very inappropriate, but very funny. Uh, but he was awesome. He was very nice. Um, and I won a Funko Pop in that panel. So very nice. Not too bad. I, I don't know if the person that picked me to win it did it on purpose because he knew who I was. But uh, oh boy. <laughs> but I am grateful for it. <laughs> Sometimes it's not about uh, <laughs> what you know, but who you know. It was also about what I know because it was a trivia question that I had to answer. But yeah of course i watched the show (laughs) so i didn't know anything about that but (laughs) my oldest was there for only part of the day that day so i Mm -hmm. left sean to watch his panel about something that i didn't know anything about yeah and got lunch it was a good one It, it got a little weird uh as far as social political things uh not super political but more social i would say uh some of it I was like, yeah, I get that. I, I can be on board with that. Some of it I was like, eh. 
but uh we won't dive further into that but it was a good panel overall i really enjoyed it um but yeah i was at lunch i took a later lunch than brian and uh i got a little number with my with my purchase and they were going to bring out their food and my number was 55 and i was like it's like they know foreshadowing it's like they know that i'm uh, a disneyland connoisseur um of course definitely used that to promote our our uh panel that we did that night which i think was a success yeah i think it was a, a big success yeah. i wish we would have had a slightly bigger room because i feel like there were people that weren't able to get in because of the size mm-hmm. of the room um, but we were also going up against Chris Sarandon and Ken Page, who yes. are Jack Skellington and Andy Boogie. So I have a feeling some of our usual crowd probably ended up over there. Probably. I'm curious as to how many people they had over there. Yeah, I have no idea. Because, like, I don't know. It still boggles my mind that our panel <laughs> would pack the capacity. house yeah get to capacity with that happening next door yeah it's wild to me <laughs> like we were sitting outside getting ready f- to go in so we could mm-hmm. set up and everything and didn't seem like there was like anybody out there yeah maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm just oblivious but and and it could have been that i just didn't notice it because usually i guess not i shouldn't say usually but last time we were there in 2022 mm-hmm. there was a lineup outside and it was a little intimidating to see that line <laughs> right. we were coming up to get ready for our panel but but yeah i mean even with that going on we still had a a full house in our room so yeah well i i know we went inside and then somebody said that there's a big line outside and i was like what <laughs> yeah uh maybe we will fill this place and then we ended up doing that but yeah uh, i thought it went pretty well uh we had um i think i think we had both josh and john last year yes josh hansen john smith um so they were with us again this year we had our wadhams moddams we're on the main street man on the main street sean rapier joined us finally i got him to go I think he liked it a lot, to be honest. He seemed to. Um, he found a so, new collective member. Yeah, yeah, we found. Well, he found a new uh, yeah member for the Castle Collective. So hopefully, we'll get some new episodes of that out soon. Um, that's all up to Sean, of course. But yeah, yeah, it was full. It was fun. Um, I had to be Rob Foray, which and was intimidating. Did a great job. Yeah, I don't quite remember how i did at all but uh it was good i'm glad it went went well people seem to enjoy it we ran we actually ran out of time <laughs> and so yeah, i had to hurry we pushed and... it right up to the end yeah which i guess is good right um uh, filled the time well yeah so uh yeah great great rounds of trivia it was fun I uh, put in some jokes in there that I thought were pretty funny. Oh, way funny. Um, put in a little something for everybody in the villains trivia. Yeah. To see so. Bob Chapek as an answer for the, <laughs> the villains trivia. That was fun. 
Yeah, I put in I Kathleen heard... Kennedy for Star Wars. I put in uh, Chapek for the Chapek haters. I put Iger in for the Iger haters. And uh, I was hoping Sean would have said something about Iger because I had a line ready to go to be like, how's your how's the returns going on your Disney stock? Uh, if he was going to defend Iger. But anyway, <laughs> he, uh, I didn't hear him defend I Iger. I think I so. did hear him say, who put these answers in here <laughs> or who wrote these answers? And it was over there chuckling a little bit when he saw <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy and and uh, Bob Chapek. Yeah. So it was it was a good time. We gave away all the prizes. Again, big thank you to of course all enchanting ears mm-hmm. for those prizes. Um we we ended up uh giving some prizes away during the trivia, but then also had those straw toppers that they gave us that we threw out to the crowd. Oogie boogie ones were really cool and they glow, glowed in the dark, which was awesome. Um and then of course a big thank you to uh great room escape in Layton, Utah, uh for donating some passes for one of our rounds which was really cool. And then giving some stuff to t- toss out. We had some buttons and, and shirts and hats. It was uh, really cool. And then uh, of course, Lord's apiary got to give a big thanks to them as well for the, uh, the uh, two lounge fly bags that we gave away as well as some chapsticks that we threw out made from the beeswax over at Lord's apiary. Um, it was the Yoda bomb flavor. Green Which apple. I believe is green apple, yeah. Green apple, yeah. So uh yeah, go uh check out all of those folks. And then of course KL Decor, private oh, uh yeah. woodworking company was uh had donated a couple signs for us to give out, which I think people really liked, but I wasn't able to give them out the way I was hoping. Uh I guess we did give them out the way I was hoping, but not in the fashion that I was hoping for. Maybe we should have done that at the beginning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that everybody stayed. It yeah. seemed like everybody was getting up and it just wasn't great. But anyway. Yeah. Good times. Thanks to everybody that came out for yeah. sure. Um, we hope you guys had a good time. Hopefully some of you are new listeners this week from that. If you are, hello. Um, and hope you enjoyed the con. Um yeah, anything else you wanted to add to uh to that? No, not at all. It was a good time. Brian actually it. placed on one of the I did trivia games. I don't know about all these other people that are experts, but uh <laughs> they didn't place in a prize winning spot. <laughs> That's true. But of course, me being <laughs> who I am, I could not in good conscience hang on to a prize while we've got a whole bunch of people there to to support our didn't want panel, to get booed. So, and I didn't want to get booed. <laughs> I really would have liked to have kept that great room escape pass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, cool. Uh, and then the last day was just kind of a big day for me and Brian to just do whatever we wanted to do that day. Um, we didn't have any obligations on Saturday, so we just, Hung out there, um, did a little celebrity hanging out with or paying to hang out with. <laughs> uh, by that, I mean getting some autographs, um, some pictures, um, 
but uh yeah really the the notable thing on saturday was really just twisted tunes um going to that is always a blast uh jim cummings was there doing winnie the pooh and tigger he did ray and they did the lion king for their yeah. script if you haven't ever heard uh scar <laughs> being portrayed as winnie the pooh or by winnie the pooh you yeah. missed out who who was he as ray what character was he uh was it rafiki i think it was rafiki and it was so good <laughs> it was so funny um but yeah uh and then we of course had maurice lamarche um Jess Harnell, Tress McNeil, and uh, Rob Paulson up there as well. They never brought out Jim Meskimen. I was kind of bugged by that. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is. I kind of was wondering if maybe the strike had anything to do with their inability to bring people up. Maybe. Like maybe because it's their thing. they They couldn't have anybody else because of what was going on. That's the only thing that I could think of because usually they always bring in a few extra celebrities to right. come in and do the voices that they're able to do. Like James Arnold Taylor could have come in and done Obi Wan Kenobi from Clone right. Wars or uh, Marty course, McFly. Yeah, Jim Meskimen. Nice. I mean, he could have done anything. Like, John Malkovich. I, love, I love his John Malkovich. His John Malkovich yeah, like is perfect. really good. <laughs> But who was doing Malkovich at, was it Paulson that was doing Malkovich? He did Malkovich? It sounded like it. I don't remember that. It's possible, but uh, definitely not as good as Meskimen. Meskimen's is like spot on. Yeah. Like he even gets like crazy. (laughs) I feel like, like uh, Malkovich does. I need to send you Meskimen's TikTok that I was watching once where he does a bunch of like impersonations but uh, also has the deep fake going so yeah, the fake, watch like, that. changes off to send it to you but i mean you had so many like anime people there as well like uh-huh. the voice of ash like, right they could have had her come out but anyway uh yeah it was still good still funny yep. they basically did the whole movie uh in different voices barely. <laughs> yeah barely <laughs> I thought they were going to run out of time for sure. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a great, uh, great weekend for sure. Yeah. Um, and a big thanks to Fanex for letting us do press and do a panel again this year. Yeah. Um, They've big been thanks. very kind to us for sure. I should give a thanks to Rob Frey for letting us uh, use his equipment and everything. Uh, that was uh, that was a big help for sure. Yes. We didn't have to change much up other than the host. So, um, so yeah, good Which, times. As much as we love Rob, it, it was it was done very well. Yeah, I liked our format, and I might have I might pass that along to him for next year if he joins us again. Um, but yeah, if you guys are looking to do FanX, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, next year, they've already got the dates. I'm trying yep. to pull them up. September I don't have twenty sixth through the twenty eighth. Nice. Cool. Yeah, and tickets will go on sale. 
very soon it's probably like. very so. soon they usually start pretty quick after mm-hmm. the event ends so keep your and, eyes out i mean it's always a good deal when you buy them early yeah um i would say just for our own selfishness <laughs> wait and see if we have a code for you yeah <laughs> um, i will see if i can find out if we're gonna be if we'll have a code available sooner rather than later yeah. so that we can get on that Start posting but, that yep um yeah we'll let you guys know once those tickets go on sale highly recommend coming um even if you're not uh in utah it is a it's a fun time i think it would be worth it we've had family come up from arizona before yeah. that has enjoyed oh, I it had, i had heard people that were at this event from like florida from maine Idaho. like people came clear across the country indiana fan i heard yeah. So it's a big deal. It's it's a big con. And I mean, you hear from all this. And I'm sure a lot of them say this at just about any con that they go to that right. that particular <laughs> place is their favorite. It's like anytime you're at a concert and they're like, yeah, this is where we wanted to come. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you'd probably say that to everybody. <laughs> right. But there are some people that you legitimately get the vibe like they absolutely 100 mm-hmm. percent really appreciate the event here in utah yeah. i know gina carano especially said that this is the best event she's ever been to yeah, said, maybe she'll come back she's like i will for sure come back some other time um good because she was like this is the nicest crowd i have ever been in front of ever yeah so, that's good and knowing her history i could only imagine why <laughs> yeah um yeah. <laughs> but yeah she was super super impressed with salt lake that's so. good i didn't get a chance to to even see her in person you should have gone to that panel because I I oh my have. gosh daniel logan who played young boba fett in uh-huh. episode two is probably one of the funniest people i've ever sat and listened to like he was cracking jokes uh-huh. the whole time like they everybody else that was sitting up there is like did you really just say that like he, <laughs> i he a funny swear guy. to you that he he at one time was following our podcast on uh instagram because i followed him back on on there but anyway that yeah, would be something i don't know i don't think he's still following us but i swear he was anyway uh yeah i didn't i didn't get a chance to see her got a slight slight crush on her so i was hoping to see her but i didn't boy so in fact i had two of my celebrity crushes there this uh this time Uh i didn't didn't see i didn't see either of them in person the other one it's uh karen gillen uh yeah i never did see her either so anyway there's she's been before so i'm sure i'll see her again at some point better be careful colby's not gonna let you come again yeah there's no way anything's gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) but uh anyway yeah good time for sure um uh but yeah we there's just on the note that you were talking about with the celebrities there's so many celebrities that have come and have come again and come again like Zachary Levi, I swear he's there every other year. Yeah, he comes a lot. I think uh what's his face? You just said his name. Daniel Logan. Is that his yeah. name? He comes a lot. 
Obviously, the Animaniacs come all the time. I mean, Jess Harnell's there every year. Jim Cummings comes every so often. So, you know, it's it's not a hated con for sure. If there was um, one fandom or like person that you could see there next year, who would you want that to be? Me? Yes. If you could pick one person that hasn't been there yet, there that you haven't seen yet, that you would want to be there next year, who would it be? Hmm. I would probably go with like Adam Sandler. I would Ooh, love Sandler to that'd show be a up. Good one. I've just he's coming to Salt Lake for his tour, and I really want to go. That and I just one. see him on social media all the time. Of that. Yeah, I would love to see like a Sandler verse group of people come, like, like get Schneider, uh, get and... Schneider, and get. Uh, um, oh. Why can't I think of his name? Steve Buscemi would be Steve Buscemi would be awesome. Uh, David Spade, David Spade, Kevin James. Kevin James. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That could be so fun. It would be like, imagine that panel <laughs> with all of them in it. Like it would just be a blast. I so. couldn't even imagine that would be, <laughs> that would be huge. That would probably be one people would have to be paying extra for tickets for. Oh yeah. I I might pay for that one. That would just be entertaining. That beyond would belief. be fun. I but, just want uh, people from Ted Lasso to come. Like Ted I, Ted Lasso would be cool. I love. Have you started watching that at all yet? Nope. Nope. I oh, just like the start. guy that plays or start Ted Lasso. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis is pretty good. I finally found a pop that I wanted that was a Ted Lasso pop when I took my daughter to go pick out uh-huh. her stuff that she wanted. I've been wanting a Coach Beard pop for a while, and I finally found it over at the stand that I and you to. got it. I did. Nice. That was the only thing I got for myself the entire weekend. Nice. So. I, I didn't get much either. I, I don't think I personally bought any autographs or anything. I just. I did not. I bought a FanX exclusive Funko. Uh, and I bought a dice rolling ball. It's <laughs> about it. I think that's yeah. all I bought. And then I bought food. And that was all day one for you. And parking. <laughs> that's, yeah. about, that's about all, where all my money went. Right. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll, I won't talk about any more that has nothing to do with our podcast or the con in general. I was going to talk about parking, but uh, I won't because nobody cares. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add? For this week's episode, I just hope that they'll continue to. I hope they'll continue to have us come and cover the event and Mm -hmm. let us continue to do our panel because people seem to enjoy that. So, yeah, hopefully next year we can do that press event when the strike isn't happening. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get some nicer interviews. But yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, the interview with John Rice Davies, I'll probably just post that for our uh, supporters at buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. So if you want to so hear they it. they can all hear Sean get shut down. <laughs> oh, man, it's so awkward. <laughs> awkward for me. I don't know if it was really that awkward uh, to hear. But uh, yeah, if you want that cr- cringeworthy moment, uh, go ahead and, doesn't? and become a... You can just donate one time to hear it. Um, I'll just put it on there for anybody that that donates, but um, I'll put that on there this week. At some point, 
Should be interesting. <laughs> Very odd interview, even without my question. So very true uh but yes that's all i've got seems like that's all brian's got so yeah. uh we'll go ahead and end it there thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode um again go ahead and follow us on social media facebook instagram tiktok and twitter if you like the episode if you like the podcast in general go ahead and share it with those that might also enjoy it and if you haven't yet, please subscribe and leave a nice five-star review on the following platforms. <coughs> that would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, and Reason. And that is it. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the Main Street. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.